BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic. And at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time. Your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. 50% righteousness. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Caesar. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, Caesar. Uh, I meant to use an anonymous name. Hey, everybody. Too late. Oh, my goodness. Charlemagne. 
Peace, peace. Oh, bro. Do you want to change your name um, now? Yeah, man, I just didn't get off my chest real quick. I'm sorry for cutting you off, because I don't like when Charlemagne and Envy do that to you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let me get off my chest. Um, I don't like when people be trying to take, excuse me, I don't like when other people be trying to take other people back and still hold like a, like a, like a grudge against it. You know, like for example, if a dude cheats on a girl, uh-oh. And he like, I forgive you, I take you back. But like, month, week, years down the road, you still like throwing it back in my face. That's like, come on now. So yeah, this I just happens. Like, what are you doing? You this know? just happened to you, Caesar. Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, but this, this is like this is like some long ago type stuff, you know. But I'm talking about like even nowadays, you know. Like I see my partners go through it, vice versa. I see females go through it with guys. It's like, hey, don't right. take them back if you're not going 100 percent forgive them, you know. Well, if I would say this: through. sometimes things trigger you, you know. So you might have forgiven somebody, but that doesn't mean that you completely forget it. And so there might be certain times when you fall back into some old habits. It takes a long time to build up that trust. So it's an effort on both people's parts, though. I do agree. You can't just keep on beating somebody up after you said, let's work on it. But every now and then, you know, you don't intend for it to happen, but you get a little mad. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. We are human. We all be trying to, you know, live our best lives out here. I feel you. Well, mm-hmm. thank you, bro. Good luck, man. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's Ron from Cincinnati. Ron, what's up, man? You, you want to holler at Charlotte? Yeah, hey, I, first of all, man, I just want to send you, give you your, your roses now. Uh, you know, for the work that you do, man, with mental health, like, I mean, you do a, a great job, man, with not just the awareness piece, but also, you know, trying to implement a way for people to really, you know, to heal and to deal with the mental health, right? Thank you, King. Um, man, it's all good. I sent, this, I sent some t-shirts to you guys, too, man. So I created some depression t-shirts and said that I make up look good. You guys get it? No, you I You make see that. what look good? I make f***ed up look good. So that's what the t-shirts say. They're depression t-shirts, right? Okay. You know, for people, man, that's struggling, you know, depression and different, you know, different areas, right? And and basically it's saying, that, look, you don't see what's going on inside because, like, you know, with a lot of mental health issues, it's not like a cold when you see the symptoms. You know what I'm saying? So people don't see the symptoms of PTSD and other issues. So basically, you know, what I tell people here in Cincinnati is, man, listen, Go get your hair done, get your nails done, guys. Go get your, you know, your, 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 your beard shaved and put your outfit on and make it look good. All Work right, bro. Okay. Yes, right, sir. Right, well, thank you, man. You have a good day, man. Have a good morning. All right, bro. All righty, man. Hello, who's this? This is Timpy. Hey, good morning, mama. Get it off your chest. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. Good morning, y'all. It's my birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, my gosh, I'm the same. I'm so excited. Later on, my mom's going to come get me. We'll go you know, to the spa and stuff. Oh, so that is really nice. I like it's that. Exciting. A spa day with your mama. Yeah, enjoy your yes, day, mama. Thank you. I have a question for Charlemagne, though. Yes, ma'am. Charlamagne, I've been buying all these books, right, because you recommended them. But the only book I don't have is yours. Is there any way I can get it for a birthday gift? Which one you? I got you. Which one you want? Um, See both. The first one. I'm gonna start with the first one. You want black privilege? All right, I got yes, you. Sir. I'm gonna put you on hold and get your address. Oh my God! Thank you so much. Y'all have a blessed one. Yes, right, happy birthday. Hold on one second. Thank you again. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. 
Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code BREAKFAST. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like will they score more or less than 30 points? Or have more or less than 8 assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code BREAKFAST. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code BREAKFAST. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? 
Hey, this is Teresa. I'm calling from Washington Heights. I'm a teacher. Good morning, Teresa. I wanted to just shout out all the women that I work with, all the teachers. You know, we all work really hard. We all got master's degrees and we're working hard to educate the kids. And I want to just shout you all out at the authority. One of the most important jobs that we have here. So we appreciate you. Shout out to all the women at what school you said? P.S. 48 in Washington Heights. P.S. 48 in Washington Heights. You know, for a little while I taught in Washington Heights. I wanted to be a teacher. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. One of the most important jobs, and y'all don't get paid like it. My mom's a school teacher. She's been a school teacher for 30, 30 plus years. The most, I think she said she ever made was $30,000 a year. And, you know, if, with all our education, if we were in else, we'd be making a lot of money. But we do it for the... Yeah, not just education. The fact that we trust y'all with our churn. All right. For hours hours a day. Mm -hmm. Well, we love you and we appreciate you. P.S. 48 in Washington Heights. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Blessed, black, and highly favored, brother. How are you? All right, brother. My name is Narville Starworth. I live in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. I started started a foundation for men, domestic violence. We had a situation with me with my daughter so i'm blessing all women on, on trying to spread the word the uh, name of the foundation is a underscore chiante foundation c-h-i-a-n-t-e foundation and i'm just trying to spread the word trying to spread the love to help and save save other women around so okay. that's all i'm going to fight fight man for women i'm a i'm a minority man of a feminine man of 26 years and i'm just trying to help women i respect it why you call yourself a minority man well, I just don't, I, I don't know. I mean, are I you mean, black? black man. Yes, yes, I am. Who we'll say you black? What you mean minority <laughs> man? What kind of, what kind of minority yes. man? <laughs> Jesus yes, Christ. Yes, I'm a 53 year old black man fighting for women and the rights. Yes, sir. That's what I'm doing. Well, salute well, we, to you, brother. We love that and we love to hear it. So your uh, charity is about, is helping women who are, are have experienced domestic violence and it's too high of a proportion of women that have had that experience. So uh, we appreciate and applaud the work that you're doing. And we need more men to care about that, too. Always. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Kirvin out of Houston. What up, brother? What's going on? Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing fine. Good morning, DJ Good Morning, brother. Good morning, Charlemagne the God. Peace, King. How you doing, black man? I'm doing all right. I'm coming to celebrate my beautiful black queen. All right, uh, shout her out. What's her name? I want to celebrate Isis Keller. I'm right here out of Houston, Texas, my beautiful black queen. You know, we're going to celebrate 10 years in July. And I just want to celebrate her and thank her for making me the happiest man alive. Yes, I love to hear it. The happiest man alive. Okay. Thank you, brother. Uh, Thank you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. 
So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. The legendary <laughs> comedian Earthquake. Welcome, brother. Well, thank you. It's an honor, man. I've been looking forward to this day for a long time to be on this show, man. And it's an honor, the privilege to be here. How you feeling this morning, brother? I'm blessed, man. To be quite honest with you, I'm very blessed, man. And things are good. Things are good. You look like it. You look. Like you look, the money look right. Well, you know, it finally got through a 30 year overnight sensation. You right. know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. 30 years. Right. So took this while for everybody else to see what I've been doing for 30 years, but it, you know, it came through. How have you stayed so relevant in these 30 years? Most comedians, well, a lot of people don't have a long career, but your career keeps going and, and you keep reinventing yourself. Well, the truth of the matter is, you know, when you have a talent such as mine, persistence, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and you're dealing with a thing that's subjective, you know, what's funny to one person, not be funny to the other. And then on top of that, to be honest with you, when you cater to our people, I'm not a mainstream comedian such as, like, I lived here in New York. I didn't do um, the clubs that here. I always did, like, our clubs, the nightclubs, where mm -hmm. I have our people at entertaining them. And it takes a, 
you know, a longer time to get to that point. And um, to be quite honest with you, the 30 years, none of the people who um, my consumers and people see own TV shows or networks to give me the necessary breaks to what it was needed. Well, that's changed now. Oh, yes. Oh, and yeah. Oh. And oh, man, it's in there. It's sweet over here now. I ain't lying to you, Charlamagne. It's lit. You got, the, yeah. you got the sitcom coming? Yes, I got the sitcom. I got, um, I'm doing uh, my tour, my first tour that actually is mine with one of y'all friends here. Donnell. Donnell Rollins. <laughs> we doing um, 20 City Tours on that. I did my first lead in the movie with Donnell. So, um, we did that together, and uh, life is good. Oh yeah, hey. man! Getting a lot of texts. Hey, big head. You, oh, know what well. <laughs> you know, I saw Dave Chappelle performing in Atlanta over the weekend, and one of the things he was talking about was your special. And he was saying, "This is the first time I'm producing a special that I'm not in." So, what was that like for you guys to even come together to decide to do that? Well, you know, I knew I've been known Dave for over ooh 25, 30 years. I mean, I own my own club in Atlanta, and um, we booked him. And I seen how much money we was paying them. I'm like, what the hell is this month? So how long ago was this? Uh, ooh, this was ninety-three, ninety-four. Oh wow. Yeah. Just see, Dave has always been the LeBron James of our profession, baby Jesus. He always had it. Mm-hmm. The mainstream never, you know, loved him to death, you know. And um, so when we booked him, I'm like, who is this kid we paying all this money to? So I went to pick him up. And we started kicking, and then when he stepped on stage, and I heard his first joke, I said, "I see why they pay him that kind of money." This is this is interesting though, because a lot of people say they didn't feel like Dave came up through the black circuit back in the day. Well, he didn't, but my club was more or less. I put comedians on that was comedian on, though it was an urban club. It was white. It was I I oh, I, I took comedians that was funny and introduced all type of comedians to our you know, our crowd and the rest of it. And he didn't do many black clubs, but he did mines, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it was a blessing on that part. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. until like the Chappelle show when black people got on. Exactly. And no, I mean, no fault to him. Like I said, it's two different ways to get it. Most of the ones that really get it like Dave come through the main clubs, mm-hmm. you know, and people such as me and the Bruce Bruce, the Andres, the rest of them that cater to our people. Take us a little longer to get known. And um, from the other side, mm-hmm. so you know, whichever way you want to get it down. The, the other misconception is that comedians are broke because they don't see y'all. Right. But y'all in these clubs every weekend. The, the, one of the strangest things to me recently is watching, you know, Kanye fans go at DL and they're like, "You irrelevant. You broke." I'm like, DL probably richer than all of y'all. All I know he's richer than. I know he is. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, all you got to do is do the math. Um, club hosts 350 people. Mm-hmm. Charge forty dollars. You ask for ninety percent of the door, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you do eight shows a weekend. A weekend. A weekend. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was pulling three million dollars in a year, you know, and didn't even nobody know who I was other than the people that knew who I was. Yeah. So I had already exceeded my expectation for my life. You understand what I'm saying? Does so, the IRS know about that number? Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, they know. <laughs> yeah, they know that. Yeah, well, no, they knew before. They came in when my ex-wife snitched on me. She said, he does not pay his taxes. I said, oh, Lord. Yeah, man, first day of trial. I want to put something on the record. He does not pay his taxes. Damn. Oh man, I was with her for three years. It took nine years to get a divorce. I said, I "I could have killed her and been out on probation by now. This is ridiculous. I said, this is ridiculous. But that was the first day of trial. She turned me in. Best thing ever happened. Made me turn myself in. (laughs) 
No, you go and you get you a um tax lawyer and say, listen here, man. <laughs> How much did you have to pay? I owed um close to four million. So, but no, everybody against Trump. But when he Trump trans, passed that tax bill, and they gave that forgiveness, you got you. you I got, got forgave. <laughs> I got forgave. <laughs> I ran down there with that check. And here you go. I ain't gonna tell you how much it was, but it was nowhere near four million. Thank God. Ain't, oh, thank God. God. Oh man, I'm just telling you. I was sitting there. Here you go. It was the first day. It took me like. 15 years between me and Uncle Sam with his molesting self because he played with you anytime he want to. And then you, oh, it's ridiculous. And this year, and this year when I'm paying the tax, I didn't even understand. I said, I couldn't have made this much money during a um, pandemic. Now, like, yeah, you did. I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. Boy. So, yeah, it, it, it was but it was handling hard. handling business. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, the more you make, the more they take. All right, we got more with Earthquake. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. 
You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Comedian Earthquake. His special, Legendary, is on Netflix right now. Now, we got to ask you, what were your thoughts on the Will Smith Chris Rock slap. Um, Are you scared to go on stage now? No. You have, you have any trauma, Earthquake? No. You sure? I'm perfectly trauma. Personally speaking, I feel sorry for uh, Will because, you know, he's being beaten, abused by Jada. <laughs> it just is. <laughs> That's what happens when a man is in love with a woman that doesn't love him. And he's doing everything to try to make sure that, try to win her love. And I've been there before. You have to make a decision. Either accept it. For the love she getting in and just accept that and or just leave it alone. But you will never ever win her over because you can't make a heart feel what it don't and she don't. And her actions that night showed it. And um I feel for him and I guess he feel that. Huh? What you mean the actions that night? I mean, even if he felt that she that he disrespected her, she knows her man and she saw he was about to go up here, a woman that loved you will stop you. And then, you know, we do radio. We know the, the rules of FCC. He was at the Oscars, and he, Will doesn't even cuss, and he's out here using profanity on a live broadcast. He know Hollywood. He knows the rules. She didn't try to stop him on there on two occasions. And then lastly, man, um, she has yet to release the statement to say, hey, man, my man is a good man. He lost his cool. It's not indicative of who he is. He got over three decades of good work towards the people. He never had that. He lost his cool enough. No. She left a statement. I'm in to, I can't quote her, but it's a time of healing. I'm here. Yeah, healing what the season. hell? Healing season. I wonder, I wonder though, like, I, I, I like the fact they haven't released a statement other than to just hold themselves accountable. Like, you know what I'm saying? Red Table Talk. He, he, hasn't, he hasn't deflected at all. Like, that's well, rare. Well, I mean, she hasn't. She uh, protecting she your man. Nothing. Well, she should protect her man. He, the reason what he did was in protecting her. Mm-hmm. And your woman will come out and vouch for you that that's not you. That is not him. It's just a natural, in my humble opinion, a natural reaction for a woman who sees the significance of what he did and what it's going to cost him if he was doing it for you. They probably and, decided not to say anything until they, they probably released a joint statement together. Or yeah. an interview together, something like yeah, that. Yeah, but this at some point, man, you can't look what's um, politically correct. You got the circle of wagons to say, this is my man. This is what I care about. He's not like this. He lost it that day. He's human. And please don't let this night, you know, define who he is as a person. Like, how do we know they not? Maybe, like I said, maybe they just sitting back like, you know what? We'll speak when we're ready. Like, why do they have to speak now? Like, what's the point? Who they, who they doing that for? <laughs> you do, you're doing it for your husband because your husband is taking it to the face right now. He's losing projects. He's, they're, they're holding up on projects. He's he's He has made an egregious area on things that he is 
petting his whole life mm-hmm. to not see. I remember when Will was taking shots for not being a by not being a rapper who cussed That's right. and who was looked as corny and the rest of it. And he dealt with all that without being hammer and going with bump to the bumps and changing this. <laughs> he didn't hold. He he didn't succumb to the pressure on the outside. This is Will. Get jiggy with it. Parents don't understand cussing on national television at the Oscars. The place that he felt that he was going to be the trophy for the best actor. I mean, he he covered, he came from a rapper to a movie star to a television star and then got recognized as his highest level. Yeah. Yeah, not justifying what he did. What he did was wrong, but clearly... That shows you something was wrong. Yeah. Something that, was off. That yeah. Yo, woman, listen, man, we all seen them dudes that you better not say nothing to that woman. That woman can't even hold them back when he gone. He jealous over his woman. It's man. I used to say this all the time. I say, man, that woman, I take pictures with women all the time, man. And you could look at the dudes that you could just see. He'll kill everybody in here for her. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I disown him. I'm like, listen, I'm just hugging her right now. Because <laughs> I don't have enough bullets to stop you. <laughs> to come you from coming because I see the love in your eyes. You will kill everybody in here for her. So let me put my hand down while you yeah. take that picture with me. You see him. She knows him. She known for my man. He would. There's women out here known for my man. My man will kill you over me. I have to control him. Well, the main thing I think for me is, is Chris Rock also. You know, because I think it's a shame that he was up there. He was like kind of flustered after that. And I felt like nobody protected Chris Rock when that happened because they were able to sit back in the seat and just watch the rest of the show, go out and party. But that has to be devastating for that to happen. His kids seeing it, family seeing it. You know, of course, that is the main thing. Like now, what happens? That should never have been okay. Yeah, let the show go on. Well, Will knew who he could slap, where he could slap. You got. You can also, in my humble opinion, he knew who was running the production. <laughs> he knew it was Will Packard and certain people. He felt that he can get away with. You knew that when he assaulted Chris and then turned his back and walked off. There's no one else. Everybody know Chris is not that kind. We call him Switzerland. Because Chris don't want no problems, man. Earthquake, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's an honor, man. Been wanting to be on your uh, show for a long time. Not as a, uh, as a colleague, but as an artist. Because y'all, you know, you mean a lot to people's career. Because y'all could have been up here. Yeah, you could have came up here like, Yeah, way. man. Yeah, I was waiting. I mean, I was waiting for the invitation. And it's been an honor, man. And tickets on sale right now for the Legendary Tour featuring Donnell Rollins starring uh, Earthquake and Please. And it's an honor and a privilege to be up here with you, brothers. And sisters, Angela. Thank you. Well, it's Earthquake. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Take control of a safer home with Kidda's new smoking carbon monoxide alarm with smart features. A smart alarm that provides continuous tenure detection of smoke and carbon monoxide and real-time notifications through Kidda Home Safe and the Kidda app. Shop now exclusively at the Home Depot. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. 
Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about a gentleman that called earlier, had an incident with his dad at a club. Let's listen. We just celebrate my daddy's 50th birthday this Friday, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, me and my boy took him out to the club and shit. And, uh, you know, we drunk. We get a few drinks <laughs> in and shit, man. And my homeboy ended up tapping me hard. I'm thinking something's going to jump off. He like, look over there. My daddy in there talking man down, man. What? I'm in disbelief because I'm like, ain't no way. This this, this my daddy. How, you know, the next morning, man, I know he you know I see you doing it because he ain't said nothing the whole morning. Mm. So I'm like, damn, man. So, but basically, him and my mom been married wow. down there 25 years. I don't want to go and blow it up. Like, what am I supposed to do, man? So we're asking 800-585-1051, what would you do? All right? Now, we got our, our, our resident family on the line. Trav, what up, Trav? Hey, yeah, what's up? Trav! <laughs> so, what's up, Yee? Hey, boo. So there's only one solution I have, yo. Hmm. Basically, the mama and the son got to jump the daddy, yo. <laughs> what are you talking about, Trav? <laughs> the mama and the son got to jump the daddy because he was cheating. Let me ask you a question, Trav. Did Nate and his mama jump Cal? You say, Mom, I'm on the phone with the breakfast. Oh, my mama right here. Mom, what would you do, Mom? If, <laughs> if I came home and told you, I'm on the phone with the breakfast. Hi. Say hi. Hey, Mom. Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama Trav. Hey, Mom. Hi, how you doing? What would you do if I came home and told you I was in the club with Dad and he was tonguing down a whole other man? She say, that's where you get it from, boy. That's where you get it from, boy. You just like your daddy. I knew that already. <laughs> How would you feel about that? How would I feel about that? Yeah. He'd be gone. <laughs> He'd be gone, she said. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I definitely think that at the end of the day, it's still cheating. All right. So that's a Who said it's not? <laughs> Thank you, Trav. Who said it's not cheating? Hello, who's this? Good morning, this is Darren. Darren, Robert. good morning. What you doing if that situation happened to you, Darren? Yeah, I'm snitching. I'm telling I'm telling mom, dad gotta go. Because now it's about her safety. That can't go down. It's gotta protect mom. All right. Thank you so much. Hello, who's this? The Jungle Jim. Jungle Jim. You got it, brother. All right, Jungle. How you doing today? I'm doing well. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good, man. So so what should this gentleman do, bro? I think the gentleman shouldn't uh call into the radio first of all to be uh talking about something like that that's really personal and i also think that y'all shouldn't promote that stuff on the radio promote what stuff it's real promote life this stuff? is something that in happened infidelity uh, 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 i agree we shouldn't promote infidelity on the radio i've been listening to charlamagne the god and you know what i'm saying he's been speaking on uh gay stuff a lot man you know what i'm saying you that's know facts. what that does man that plant seeds bro what you know what I'm saying? and if you familiar oh, I, I how the world works i thought we was talking about infidelity Man, you talking about the? Uh, I thought you were talking about the daddy that was going to the club with the with the son that was being gay or something like that, right? You think discussing things about people who are gay plant seeds? I do. The bigger oh, issue in this situation is that the daddy's cheating on the mama, sir. That's the bigger on issue. The mama with a man, though, right? So That's the second issue to me. <laughs> It's okay, real life. That's it, situation that is. really happened, though. That, that really wasn't made up. It really happened. A gentleman called. And, I mean, we you say we don't know if his name. We don't know where he's you, from. But, but you also know there's gay people in this world for real. Should we ignore gay people? No, we shouldn't. We shouldn't ignore the problem. That's what we shouldn't ignore. What's the problem? Oh, What's the problem? Because, I mean, Cheating is the problem. No, no, cheating ain't never been a problem, man. You know that. <laughs> it's Cheating it's is not a problem. <laughs> okay, Cheating you're just all problem. backwards. <laughs> you. Let me explain. Oh let me my gosh. Let me. Nick, go, Nick. Okay, cheat, cheat, cheat. Charlemagne, guy, let me get your position, man, please. Oh, 
All right. Let me have your position because I, 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 will, I will really speak about something that needs to be spoke about, and I know y'all probably wouldn't want me to speak about it. You know, so go ahead. What you got I to say? Cheating. Okay, let me let me let me say about the cheating situation. Okay, cheating was something that was brought upon you. Now, if you did something that brought back what? on you from karma, then it comes back around to you. So, so it's your fault if you get Cash cheated on. Cash your question. How would you feel if your mom? How would you feel if your girl cheated on you? I wouldn't feel no kind of way because it must have been something I did in order to make her go do that. Is that you called victim I'm blaming so when someone her. gets cheated on? You're saying it's their own fault that they got cheated on. Oh, it, so you would it, stay with her? Lives, and that's not playing the victim. That's not playing the victim. What? But, but you stay with her if she aware, cheated on you. That's, that's being aware of something that you've done. That So you, you, what you got to understand for every act. Oh I respect God. that. No, he's absolutely right. But would you stay with your woman if you cheat, if she cheated on you? Would you stay with her? Yeah, I'll stay with her. I have. I'll stay with her. Why so if you, okay, just asking. Okay, so if you cheat on your girl, that's her fault. If I cheated on my That's girl, not what he said, it G. Must've, it it must have been something that she did in her previous relationship. Right, so it's her fault. She did okay. Somebody. Have you ever had a situation to where a girl, where you meet a person cheating and you end up losing them the same way? What? Have you ever had that happen before? I know you heard of friends. I, 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 I understand what you say, but I, I, I totally I understand what you're saying, brother. I'm, I'm, I totally get what you're saying. saying. So when you go into relationships like that, okay, you think that you got away with something that you might have been cheating on the man in the last relationship. You feel what I'm saying? And now in this relationship, yes, I totally get it. Every, you know, everybody doesn't cheat. Sometimes people get cheated on and they haven't ever cheated. No, that's not the case. But see, you got to understand the way what? the world works. See that? See, you can't be okay. ignorant about how the world works, man. See, that's what you and what you're saying, you're saying it. You're, you're saying you're saying it goes both ways. So let's say your girl cheated on you. It's because of something that you were lacking, or it's something that you did that you weren't giving her. No, it's something that I did previously that came back on me. All right. It's called, do Maybe. You, are you, are you, do you do you? Hold on, let me ask you this question. Do you understand what karma is? Yes, but I don't believe it's karma is cause and effect. I believe karma is created through actions. It's created through actions. You positively correct. That is correct. It is made through action. So for every action, there's a reaction. Is that correct? Can we yes. agree with that? E equal or opposite. Yes, equal or opposite. Equal or I agree with that. Okay, now what we're speaking on is karma right now, young man. You see what I'm saying? No. So so, so now it don't matter what Wait, hold, hold on, hold, hold on. I'm going to give you Charlamagne's number. Hold on. Man, stop saying that. But no, I, I, I see what he's saying. What he's saying, what, what he's saying makes perfect sense. Like, he's not putting the blame on anybody. He's just saying that, you know, if he got cheated on in a previous relationship, it's probably because he cheated on somebody in a relationship previously. Y'all do know he started the conversation with, uh, that you're pushing the narrative of, of, of gainers. You know, he, that's, what, that's what he started with. Well, I ignore that. Oh. I don't give that any energy. Oh, okay. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story? I forgot what we were talking about, by the way. The moral of the story is cheating is wrong. And everybody should be allowed to live their truth. And if you're in a situation where you're not able to live your truth, then maybe you need to get up out of that situation and stop having everybody live a lie with you. This is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Yep, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy had to step out, but we got two very special guests, Miss Joyanne Reed and Tiffany Cross are here. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. How y'all feeling? Excellent. Glad to be here, brother. Happy to see y'all. Always good to see you. You have The Culture is Black Women uh, comes on Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern on MSNBC, screaming on Peacock TV. What is that about? Well, the title says it all. Yes. Um, as you know, even though black women represent such a small sect of society, uh, where we go, everybody else will follow. And so we drive so much about the culture. And so 
this whole concept kind of came to be because Joy and I uh, went on vacation with our group of friends, our common friends. Yep. Uh, so it was me, Angela Rye, Jamel Hill, mm-hmm. Carrie Champion. I always leave out people. Brittany Pagnett Cunningham, <laughs> Aaron Haynes. Um, Sunny. Sunny Hostin. Yeah. Exactly. Our Latasha whole crew, Brown. Latasha Brown. Can't stop, won't stop Latasha. And we just had the most amazing time. We really did. And we sat around and luxuriated and loved on each other and talked and shared. And from that, when we came back and posted pictures, so many people were like, oh, what organization is this? And how do I sign up to go on the next trip? And it was like, oh, this is just our girls, our little girl trip. And we thought, how can we expand this conversation? Um, How can we invite more women to this table? And so Joy and I came up with this concept of inviting women in a way that would be on television, a digital presence, so people can feel they were part of the conversation. So we knew we wanted to do this, but I really didn't know how it was going to look. And that's where the amazing Miss Joy came in Mm -hmm. and had our own vision for it. Well, so basically when Tiffany came back and told me the idea, I was like, you know, the perfect way to do this is to kind of recapture the energy that we had in Cabo. And so let's do a dinner. I was like, we'll throw a dinner. We'll have people who come from all different walks of life, people who are in sports, people who are in sportscasters, people who are actresses, politicians. We'll just put them all together, military, and everybody will be at the table. And then we figured if we're going to do it in New York, you got to do it in Harlem, of course, because that's the base. Minton. And listen, I took my... I love it there. Isn't it great? I took my husband there for a birthday dinner years ago, and I just love the fact that it's got that speakeasy vibe. Mm -hmm. It's got that Harlem Renaissance vibe. It's like, it's the perfect place and to do something food. like this. Yes. And the food is great. Well, see, we did cheat a little bit because I'm Uh-oh. friends with Melba Wilson. Okay, yeah. So we invaded <laughs> Minton's. We literally brought Melba's into Minton's. So it was like a merger. So we had the Minton's vibe and we had the little jazz vibe, but we had the food from Miss Melba. Oh, that's beautiful. How, how important is that sisterhood that y'all are talking about? Like all of y'all being together, loving on each other. How important is that? It got us through the pandemic. I mean, yeah. it really started as, right, this was like our pandemic support group because, yeah. you know, we're all in media. We all take a lot of the same hits. We all have a lot of the same haters. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, <laughs> you know, but we knew each other. And I think for all of us, we knew each other in different ways for different lengths of time. Like each of us had had different kinds of relationships. Some of us, you know, I had booked some of these ladies on my show, but I didn't know them all that well personally. I've known Tiffany. I've known Angela for a really long time, but I didn't know some people. Some people I was fascinated with. I was like, I really want to know Latasha Brown more. But I just knew her as a guest. And so it was we had gotten together because we were like talking our way through the pandemic and through all the stresses of just being black women in this business. Mm. And so we were kind of supporting each other as a text group. And then it was Tiffany's. I think it was your idea where you were like, we need to make this a vacation. We need to all go somewhere together. And that's how it. But and look, we once you real. say that, Angela and Jamil, Listen, like to, they put it oh, together. They oh, yes. put it together. <laughs> but I, I just want to add the importance about sisterhood too, because, um, you know, there's sometimes there are there are images of Black women in media where they're not supportive of each other, and it's not a sisterhood, and that's just not been our experience. Mm-hmm. And I always tell, particularly younger Black women, um, root for everybody, root for everybody mm-hmm. Black, but root for everybody because. You never know where life is going to take you. And when you, you know, get into situations, you want everybody around you to do something dope. I want everybody around me to be at the top of their craft because if I get into some sugar, honey, iced tea, I want to look to my left and my right and everybody around me is in a position where they can hire me if they need to or they can save me if they need to. And when you are bickering and, you know, involved in that, you know, petty stuff or if you think there's only room for one or you have sharp elbows, 
you're really hurting and damaging yourself. Yeah. But also never, just be a good person. It never feels good to feel like you're all alone. Right. Yeah. And you yeah. know what else is important? I was thinking about even here at iHeart, right? Having our executive vice president of programming, Thea Mitchin, as a black woman yeah. mm-hmm. to be here because I never had somebody that could really go to bat for you in the workspace like that, right? And at MSNBC, you guys also have Rashida Jones. Yeah. And Rashida. she's the first black woman to head a, you know, a news outlet like MSNBC. So how has that been and that experience? Yeah. Has that changed things for you? Did it make it easier to get certain things done? Oh, for this, it made it easy because when we walked in to do the pitch, she got it immediately. Like yeah. we didn't have to explain mm-hmm. it. It didn't take like an hour to pitch this. She really understood it organically because she's living it too. And of course for her, that's a lonely space as well. I mean, there are, MSNBC actually does a little bit better than most. That There are black executives, there are black women executives. I've worked for a black woman most of the time that I've worked at MSNBC, even before Rashida, one of her, you know, great colleagues and mentors was my boss. So I think she had had some of the experience of having that support. But when, you know, Tiffany, you know, wrote the original pitch, I have to give Tiffany all the credit for it. We walked in there and originally we were trying to say it was going to be called sis. Sis. And she was like, and so, you know, when women come in and we're like, black women say sis, she goes, no, I don't, I got that. You don't need to explain that to me. I understand. (laughs) Now, this also is a series though, right? So the first one is black women, but then you guys are also focusing on Latina women. Yep. Um, AAPI and indigenous women, is that correct? Absolutely, yeah. And this was like, the idea is that, you know, black women, I think, shape the culture in such a profound way. But in each of these other groups, they they also had their own cultural identity that have shaped the country in their own way. And so we wanted them to have their own table. And the idea, and this is really, you know, I'm giving Tiffany so much credit here because she really is the, you know, she's the originator of this plan and the person who really birthed it. Uh, I was like the godmother. You know, well, she and, brought all the creativity, so it really was. I mean, it was a, a marriage in many ways. Yeah. Joy is married, but she was a marriage <laughs> between us in, in many ways because, um, you know, we had a vision for how we wanted this to look. And when black women gather, it's different than when Latinas gather, yeah. it's different when indigenous women gather, different when API women gather. And so, you know, my whole career, I have always had the Fred Hampton approach, you know, like let's build coalitions, let's reach across the aisle. And when I organize in these communities, I respect it enough to know that I'm a guest of this culture. I'm not a member of it. Like mm-hmm. you all deserve your space to have that conversation. And we really wanted other women who really are the keepers of the culture to have their own space to have this conversation. And like with so many other things, when black women create something, all these movements are modeled after what we create. Mm -hmm. So when we created this, I knew that we would want to bring other people to have their own, to convene their own table. So that was important. I I, I know black women are the mothers of civilization, but do we always have to be the mothers to everybody else? Remember (laughs) when Kara, 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 right? From Essence? Caroline Wonga. Caroline Wonga. She said something that I thought was so real. She was like, inclusive in, uh, in diversity in corporate America always means everybody else. We can't just yep. say just black. Why can't it yeah. ever just be just black? Yeah. No, you're right. And I think in this country, the, the challenge is, is that the original sin of this country was against the indigenous people and then against the other indigenous people on this earth, and that is black people, right? We were the indigenous people in Africa. Mm-hmm. They brought us here because, you know, we could survive the trials of slavery and most of what's been done that's been wrong in this country has been done wrong to us first. We've been the ones experimented on to be and, and literally figuratively and literally. Um, and so it, it's hard because when you try to do then, as you said, diversity programs and issues, it gets expanded beyond us pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, unfortunately, in this country, it's easier to sell the idea of saving people that are not black. Mm. Right. Of, of sort of cha- doing programs that will help anybody but black. In order to even get our civil rights, um, you know, our civil rights programs done, we had to make sure that they're economic, that they benefited, 
you know, poor white people and black. You had to marry us together. There is just an, an allergy to blackness in this country that is mm. a problem. And I don't know how you get past it. But I think when we as people who are oppressed people, you know, it doesn't help us to exclude other oppressed people. It helps us to include them because it makes our army bigger. Yeah. We'll be back right here on the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Yes, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy, and right now we kicking it with Miss Joy Ann Reed and Tiffany Cross. I also know on the first episode, uh, well, on this episode in particular, the culture is black women. You have a sit down with Vice President Kamala Harris. Yes. So we would try to get our hands on the um, screen ahead of time, but you guys were had it all locked up and we couldn't get our hands on it. Yeah. But uh, do you feel like for her as the vice president, she's gotten treated way worse than any other vice president in our history? A hundred percent. Absolutely. I mean, look, vice, they've always said vice president job isn't worth a bucket of spit. Like that was the like sort of the theme of it. It's a tough job. You mostly do funerals and you do the jobs the president doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. They give you the portfolio they don't want. Right. That's that's usually what the job is. But I think for Kamala Harris, she's had like the triple problem of being a woman and so people not being willing to respect her the way they would respect a male vice president, of being black, which we already know that that what that carries with it is the anti-blackness comes, you know, with the package, and then also being vice president at a time that is really, really difficult where her portfolio, think about what's on her plate, what they've given her and Mm -hmm. what she's accepted. Um, Voting rights, which is dead, dead on arrival in Congress. Immigration, which mm-hmm. she's the daughter of an immigrant, they sent her down to be the one to be like, do not come. They mm-hmm. sent her down to make give that message. Um, and she had police reform also dead on arrival. Mm-hmm. So it's like she has the toughest portfolio in that administration. And so she takes the most hits, but she also doesn't get her flowers for things that she's working on. Things like, you know, funding for HBCUs. She was ahead in that, but they didn't push her out there to let her own that. Why not have her take the, the, the applause for the things that she's doing well? You know, everything around her is the stuff that isn't working. And so she's taking a lot of the blame for things that are really the fault of bad legislating, fault of a Senate that will not legislate, um, where you have two Democrats who won't help. And so, you know, the fact that Democrats refuse to fully use their power in the Senate, that's not her fault. She's the head of the Senate, but she can't make them vote. She can't make Joe Manchin behave. So I think she's getting more hits than she deserves and not the credit that she deserves. That's why I wish you would call him out because, you know, when you don't call him out, it looks like everybody's complicit. When you don't call out a mansion, when you don't call out a cinema, they think that everybody's, you know, complicit. That's true. I think you have a a good point there, Charlemagne, because, you know, in politics, it does feel like sometimes um, that people in the Democratic Party are operating from a playbook Mm pre-2016 because Donald Trump came in and, you know, Mm -hmm. ripped that stuff. You know, he's like, this is the new game. And so when you have people operating... Um, with some a modicum of dignity, um, and I know you know our forever float is Michelle Obama said when they go uh, low, you go yeah. high. Yeah, uh, that ain't I'll my ministry. That. You know, <laughs> I'm like let's get in these streets Mm-mm. and throw some hands if that's what it's going to be. And I think you have to run campaigns that inspire people. And when people don't connect with you on that level, Joy and I talk about this all the time. Madam Vice President, and you know this, Charlene, she black black. Okay, yes. she went to Howard. She AK, and when she talks to you, yeah, it is. I mean, she sounds she's so like regular. Me. She's so regular she and really approachable. Is. And I just, it's unfortunate that more people don't, don't see, see that. It. And there's also just the dumbing down of the American electorate. You know, people don't understand civics. They don't yeah. understand politics. They don't understand how things work. 
And, you know, when people are occupying or, or employing, I should say, hashtag activism and thinking they've done something and mm -hmm. have all the criticism for everybody else, all the people who are like, well, if I was alive during the civil rights movement, well, guess what? Whatever you're doing right now, that's what, what you would have done doing. during the civil pretty rights much, movement. Much. That's, that's, Twitter, though, no hashtag, right. that's the only exactly. thing. And what I try to tell people, because I have even my kids, you know, my, you know, I'm, I, I'm an old bitch at this point. You know, my kids are grown. <laughs> they in their 20s. They all vote. I make them vote. And I literally am like, do you want that cell phone bill? Because you still have my plan, so you need to vote. So I, you know, I really push them but I mean even they will say to me why what's the point mm -hmm. what are we getting and I always try to remind people if you really think about what did Barack uh, did um uh Trump actually do like okay we know what he said he's gonna build the wall Mexico's gonna pay for it there is no wall yeah, okay he didn't platinum, do that that quote platinum, the platinum plan, plan really thought where's your plan was something that was right. gonna give us a hundred million dollars but Hello? it wasn't nothing like no. that in there. Well, all I mean his one big <laughs> accomplishment during his presidency during his four years he did one thing he passed the biggest tax cut that rich people ever got in the history of this country. That tax cut went like 80% to 400 people. You know, the 400 richest people in this country were bathing in that money. And if you think about what, what we really got, what Ray, anybody else below that really got, it really wasn't much. Mm -hmm. But people, th they perceived him to have done a lot. Yeah. Because of marketing, a lot. yeah, right. and the PR to I, make I you believe. The and the they didn't really do anything. And the STEMIs were putting his name on him. Right. Right. That's his marketing. Yeah. Yeah. But the right. thing is, I've seen a lot of, I'm curious your thoughts, I'm taking over your show, you ask the questions, but I have a question for you. Because I do see a lot of... Um, black men who are older hip hop heads mm -hmm. like buy into that BS like I've seen them adopt conservative talking points mm -hmm. and it's just it's baffling to me and also be like why don't we just do that if right. Donald Trump did it why don't we use our executive right. power to do this I'm well, curious because people because people like gangsters and yeah. you know to what Joy said earlier and what you said like Trump ripped up a playbook so yeah. if you can do that for bad why can't you do that for good, for good? Yeah. like it's really just that simple yeah no and Democrats don't have that in their DNA Democrats are not and one of my biggest criticisms of the Democratic Party is, number one, they don't know how to fight. They just don't know how to fight. Like, if you really want to know how to fight Republicans, you have to find an ex-Republican, and they mm -hmm. know how to fight. Yeah. And then the other thing is, and this is the unfortunate piece, they're not good at fighting for us. Yeah. They don't have the language, and they don't have the, the reflex of fighting yeah. for us. You know, we've had to force them. I mean, even during the, the Kingian era, they had to literally force the Democratic president to do it. You had to push them. It's not like they were willing to do it. Yeah. You know, and so it, they don't have that reflex. And so we have to kind of give them the language. And it feels like we're constantly pulling and begging, even though we give them our votes. And so I think that's part of the frustration, too. It doesn't feel like they're fighting. Like you, sometimes it's not just fighting, it's being seen to be fighting, it's being yeah. visible fighting. Mm -hmm. And they're not comfortable with that. But and even it, when they do fight for us, it's like a whisper to us. You know, mm -hmm. like, hey, black people, when they're I like, get in office, I got that Juneteenth for you. Do you want but everybody else, we have a holiday. <laughs> we don't tell everybody. We are off. We are off. We are off. Like even yesterday, <laughs> Joe Biden signed an executive order for a, a LGBTQ hate bill. He did, and it's just like you don't see what's going on with black people in this country. But I mean, they also did sign. I mean, to give them credit, for the first time in what a hundred and something years, there is now uh, an anti-lynching act that took since you know. They started, I think in 1904, they started trying to pass That's an anti-lynching act. That finally passed. That's something Kamala Harris worked on as a senator. Cory Booker, the mm -hmm. two of them were the two. It finally stop. passed, <laughs> right? And it's, and we'll give them yeah. credit. But that's actually law. So there's actually an anti-lynching bill, federal anti-lynching right. so bill. It's not just an executive order. It's no. an actual law. And, and that's stronger than an executive order. Right. And, and, and another thing, too, it's like you can't even, it seems like you can't even question the Democratic Party. Like, like think about when y'all did the, uh, the, the y'all demanded that he, 
basically pick a, a, yeah. a black woman to be his VP. Yeah. Y'all got flack from yes. other Democrats on from that. From other black people. From yes. black people. That's how deep white supremacy went. Like, <laughs> yes. other black folks, like, don't you mess up with Mr. Charlie. He been good. <laughs> <laughs> we eat good. You know, don't right. talk about it. He exactly. messing us up. Yeah. <laughs> like we built this country we put so much into this nation and everybody else gets to ask for what they want gun rights activists you know they yes. get to ask for what they want the LGBTQ mm-hmm. community gets to ask for what they want the Latino community gets to ask for what they want why me the people who I descend from the folks who built this country why can't I demand that this country if we say a government by the people of the people for the people why can't for the people yeah. include me and people who look like me? That's right. And demanding works because demand look, it. but Joe Biden said he was going to do two things. He said he was going to have a black woman vice president. He he was demanded of it. He did it. Mm-hmm. He said I'm going to put a black one on the Supreme Court. He did it. That's right. Demanding works. Yeah. And so I think that's the other piece of it is that we can't be passive in our democracy. We as black people need to demand some more stuff because they do owe it to us. They really can't win elections without us. Right. Yes, we're only 12%, but we, black women in particular, are the highest percentage voting population in this country. That's what I was going to say. Black women really do move elections. Yes. And I want to ask how concerned are you about upcoming elections, seeing what's been going on Ooh. around the nation right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm concerned. Yeah. I'm worried. I mean, I, I'm genuinely worried about this country because... That sense of people feeling frustrated and feeling like they're not getting enough and not it's not worth voting is extremely dangerous. Because if we sit back and say, you know what, I'm going to punish these Democrats, let the Republicans win. You have no idea who you're dealing with. The Republican Party has been eaten alive by genuine white supremacists. White supremacists. Mm-hmm. I mean, genuine ones. This movement, this, the Tea Party movement was one step toward it. They've gone overboard. These are people who don't believe elections should count. They don't believe we should have the right to vote. They don't. They believe that we shouldn't have have the right to make white people feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. They're literally passing laws saying you can't make white people you feel can't even uncomfortable. Educate people about what really happened. Correct. in the country. And so, I mean, and they were going to punish businesses who were too nice to gay people. Like, it, we're at a point now where it's fascism. It's straight fascism. And if you sit back, that's how it takes over. So I'm worried that people. They've done a good job of demoralizing us, and we should not be easily demoralized. You know, we need to make sure that, look, we're not voting for change that you're going to get immediately. Republicans waited 60 years to get rid of Roe v. Wade, and they didn't give a damn. They never yeah, they play the long game. Right? Yeah. They play the long game. They're like al-Qaeda. They're like, if it takes 100 years to defeat your society, we're going to do it. And we'll keep voting and voting and voting until we get the craziest people in there yeah. that will give us what we want. We say... I didn't get what I wanted this election. I ain't voted again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what they want. Yeah, that's the, that's voter suppression, though. really. That is. But I also think so. I think it's two things. One, for sure, like we have to participate in this democracy. Like it is something for us to protect um, and, and empower. But I also think when you feel like people aren't talking to you, and you feel like there has not been uh, a tangible change in my life overnight. You know, we have the ACA. You know, Obamacare, all that. But people want to know. You know what? Like I've been in the hood a long time. You yeah. know, and ain't nothing changed. And when you see on television, like I've seen so many conversations about Latino voters without a Latino voter in sight, black mm-hmm. voters ain't no black voters on the panel. Mm-hmm. And you have all these cute little colloquialisms, you know, like NASCAR dads and soccer moms. Right. You know, what well, don't resonate with us. Like, mm-hmm. what about the basketball dads or you know the mm-hmm. auntie voting block or the cousin voting <laughs> block? You know, the auntie voting block is real. You know, but isn't it something? that those little nicknames for us that equally apply don't exist and people feel like well where am I in this conversation they serious and they gonna give you a hard candy when you need it they be like (laughs) I got a hard candy and you better vote you know and I love them we'll be back right here 
on the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Yes, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy, and right now we kicking it with Miss Joy Ann Reed and Tiffany Cross. You guys will have Maria Taylor on. Yes. And so I want to talk about um, that because I know she's going to be speaking about her departure from ESPN mm -hmm. for the first time. I always feel like sports might be worse than hip hop for women when it comes to working in that field as a journalist. Yeah. And so. You know, I, I'm so interested to hear what she has to say. And she gave the tea. Yeah. She did spill the she tea. She did spill the tea. But the thing is, what Maria Taylor went through is going to be relatable to so many. Like, so many of us show up, and the assumption is you didn't deserve to get here. You didn't work hard mm -hmm. to get here. Yeah. When we know we work harder than most um, to achieve uh, certain levels of success. And she talks about, um, you know, the way, not only the way that... Um, the woman who accused her of just getting being an affirmative action hire right. essentially you got the job because you're black right <laughs> exactly <laughs> her but also <laughs> she talks about the way her company and the colleagues you know um um treated her which was another disappointing mm -hmm. thing I have to say again I was watching these athletes come out there and speak on behalf of Rachel yeah. and say you know like well she always been good to me <laughs> you know and I just couldn't imagine how that felt for right. Maria Taylor because yeah. you remember what happened with Jamel. Hill at mm -hmm. the same company mm -hmm. and Mike was like I ain't doing the show without Jamel like mm -hmm. everybody yeah. rallied around her and it just broke my heart and we didn't know Maria but we knew yeah. Maria that's right because she was us and I, I, that's really what the special is we don't know all the black women who will be watching but we do know you and right. we understand you because we are you and it was really um, generous of Maria to be so generous in spirit and share that story mm -hmm. um, because it enraged us but also made us feel empowered to rally around her that's you know great because a lot of women in the workplace have issues and you might yes. feel like you're alone you can't speak about it you yeah. don't want to lose your job then afterwards you don't want to speak about it because you don't want to get blackballed right. and then also sometimes you feel like nobody cares yeah, yeah absolutely and you feel and the thing is is that we don't have enough spaces internally in corporate America even the sort of official ones they set up you don't necessarily feel that you're safe you know if you have a complaint that is uniquely about being a black woman in the space it's like who do you talk to it mm -hmm. you know so that's why I mean I know when I was when I first came back to MSNBC I was at the Grio. And we literally had our little low ceiling. They had us in the back. You know, they didn't even give us like a lot of space. We were like in the back. It was the, the oh Latino team and the black team. We used to call us the Blackino Revolution. We were back there alone. And we used to have almost everybody black that was like the one-off on their team. The one black person on this team. The one black producer on that team. The talent that was on this team. They would come and they would sit with us. We literally, they would just come and hang out with us because they're like, I just need to be around black people. Mm -hmm. I don't even need to say anything. I don't even need to talk. I just literally need to be in the presence of my people for five minutes mm -hmm. just to be able to decompress from being at work. And, you know, and then I, and like I said, MSNBC is a decent workplace. It's not, it, it, there's much worse places. Yeah. <laughs> but even in a place that's not the worst, you still need that moment because there are certain things you're going through at work that only other black people can understand. We twist ourselves in knots to make other people comfortable you know Word. what I mean I mean you have a room full of all black people okay if one person walks in who's not black the entire energy changes we can have a conversation here today that you know we would all understand but somebody who is not a member of the culture might not mm -hmm. you know if I'm like oh you put your foot in these greens somebody's like why would they, why would they, they put their foot in the greens right exactly also I don't think there's anything wrong with hiring somebody just because they're black 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's what it should be. They do that. You're a qualified person. And if they're qualified, I mean, because by the way, I was just going to say, I'm qualified. Yeah, I have a problem with that, though. I mean, you shouldn't be hiring anybody who's not. I think any executive that says, hey, we need more black people in here, fine. Yeah. We're going to teach you. That's right. Right. Well, if you're not good, we're going to get you good. I agree with you on that. One of the conversations that I had with Vice President Harris, and unfortunately, we weren't rolling at this time. This was afterwards. We both talked about that. Because sometimes you have to be intentional about saying, this person may not have the most experience, but they're smart, right? they're capable, and they can be taught. And right. in, the, in the same situation, somebody in the majority culture might say, you know what, this is my cousin's son. This is my friend's daughter. Let me go again and give him the job. So they're getting the job specifically because of who okay, knows know. them. Mm-hmm. And so if we can say, I have this position open and I really want to hire somebody black. I did that. I literally am like, I literally want, you know, our, our assistants are sitting out there, our APs out there. And it was really in my spirit to say, normally the people who get these assistant positions are affluent, young and white. And some of them are brilliant. Like my previous AP, brilliant young white man. He's like, we call him the six three. He's like family. I love him. But I'm like, when it was time to replace him, I was like, my spirit is telling me there is a young black man right. out there who can do this job, who may not have the most experience, who may never have worked in news. I'm going to find this young man. I'm going to yeah. find him. And I literally was determined and found him. He went and to Howard. He went to Howard. My assistant went to Morehouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her assistant's to Alpha. My assistant's to Sigma. <laughs> you know, like it's a real black, black, black oh, So they be beefing right. with each other. Right. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, they don't be beefing. <laughs> but I mean, they're alone. I mean, if you yeah. think about who are the APs in the company, it's yeah. a lot of Ivy League young people who are not. And I'm not saying they're not. They shouldn't be there. But it's not there aren't a lot of they're not representing America that's right that way. Mm-hmm. that's all you have right and so we, we were very intentional we both were very yeah. intentional back there is a young black man who can do that job and I'm going to find them and I don't see anything wrong with that so man you're going to be able to hear uh, more conversations like this this <laughs> Sunday at 10pm on uh, the culture is black black women right that's yes, right yes. we're very much looking forward to it and we I mean look we don't just talk politics we talk right. life we talk dating Care. we talk hair <laughs> we talk love we talk about our brothers, you know, our mm-hmm. black men. So it's a, it's a lot. I mean, it's really genuinely what happens. It's culture. It's, it's culture. culture. And Absolutely. it's what happens when black women gather. And this is like you get to eavesdrop on a conversation that you wouldn't normally be invited to. So that's really the lens that yeah. we offer. And it's a lot of fun. It's fun. It's fun. We, it I out. mean, even Joy and I have watched it like twice now, and we still laugh. <laughs> I still each enjoy and every it. Time. Yeah. And I just found out though that Joy did not eat a lot at the because we were talking so much, and I'm like, this is why every shot She's of me, hungry. I'm like, what, what, don't no. tell me what you were about. I'm like, first that of all, food. I had killer shapewear on. If I had tried to eat, I would have exploded. <laughs> <laughs> My whole outfit would have exploded. I had two pairs of shapewear on. I'm trying to hold this belly in. That's what I was trying to do. You got to pick your outfit carefully based on how much you plan to eat. Right. Ma'am. Right. Damn, listen, <laughs> I wasn't loose flowing like I am today. I was wearing something tight, so I was like, I was not going to bite anything. <laughs> well, it's Joanne Reed and Tiffany Cross, The Culture is Black Women, uh, 10 p.m. this Sunday on MSNBC. Thank you for joining us, Queen. Thank you for, Thank you for having me. us. It's always sure fun. Watch, make sure to watch uh, Joy every night on the readout. Yes, please. And Tiffany yes. on Saturday mornings. Saturday mornings. Absolutely. We do That's a right. culture every week. Thank you. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela Yee here. The General Insurance is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. Switch to The General and you could save over $500. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc. and Insurance Agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. 
Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.